Welcome to the Ageless and Fabulous in Ottawa podcast, where we share skin tips, tricks, and educate our listeners on how to age gracefully. I'm your host, Emily, better known as the Meta Fairy. I'm an esthetician, skincare educator, and local business owner. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Emily here, as usual, and this episode is always brought to you by Meta Aesthetics, premier Ottawa skincare establishment since 1979, where we guide and educate our clients into aging gracefully. So if you are a new listener, welcome, welcome. I'm happy that you're here. If you are a repeat listener, thank you for coming back. Today we're talking about a very sensitive issue. (laughs) No, not really. It's just we're going to talk about injectables. So how to prolong the life of your Botox or fillers at home, skincare routine musts. So things that you need to have in your routine And yes, you need a routine. Having injectables is not... Okay, so sometimes I feel like clients that get injectables think it's like a... That's all they need. And every time I tell them, well, no, you you still need to have at least a basic routine at home to prolong the life of your injectables. These procedures are an investment. Any skincare procedure, whether it's injectables or a treatment... It is an investment. So you want to make sure you're using proper home care to prolong the life of your investment. If you don't have a routine at home, your injectables life is going to be much shorter. And I'm going to explain to you why. So let's just get into it. So first, I think we should make uh, we should talk about the difference between neuromodulators, which this would be your Botox or Dysport or fillers. A lot of people, sometimes I hear, oh, I got Botox in my lips. And I'm like, no, (laughs) if you would have Botox in your lips, they would not be moving. (laughs) Those are fillers. Unless you do the lip flip, that's a different procedure. Um, So Botox Dysport, the neuromodulators are actually a muscle relaxant. So you won't be able to move the muscles that you inject into. So very interesting fact, Botox was used way before in the medical industry, before it was, um, you know, thrown into the cosmetic industry, they would actually use Botox to stop incontinence issues um, in older and more mature people that had those issues. So Botox was in was used in the medical industry for such a long time uh, before they actually started using it for cosmetic issues. So when you use Botox or Dysport, they're two neuromodulators. That's they're in the same category. It's just two different brands. You will use this injectable to stop the movement of a muscle. So we use it a lot for the forehead, the crow's feet. You can do a lip flip as well. So you inject into the border of the lips and it just flips over your lips. So that would be with um, a neuromodulator. And then fillers, look, take a look at the word fillers. It fills up a gap. So it will attract 20% or so of water retention to kind of give you the plump look within a space that is empty. So when you look at deep wrinkles, you would use fillers to fill that gap or you can do reshaping of the face with fillers so the jawline the temples um, the cheeks obviously 
the lips you know you can do a lot of things so i would say when you look at the botox and the the, the um, this port it would be more like upper face and then fillers is used mostly for the lower face so that's the difference between the two i think it's important to talk about that because a lot of people don't know the difference between the two and they work very differently so the effects of topicals on the life of your injectables so like any the skin let's just get into basics when we look at the skin injectables are injected underneath okay so they're injected underneath the top of your skin so the epidermis is not really touched in this case so it's important to work on the quality of your skin even if you have injectables because if your skin is in a really horrible health it's going to eat away and use away your injectables way faster okay think about injectables as i don't want to say food for your skin but it's going to use it up much quicker because it will need the support okay so that's why it's super important to actually treat your skin at the same time that you're doing injectables because otherwise i know i know for some people that have fillers they last a lot less time <laughs> when they don't take care of their skin at home and you don't have to have like a 15 product collection like really not you just have to go back to basics i'll give you an example of a basic routine that you need to keep up with uh, just to keep your injectables life longer and to prolong it first and foremost you absolutely want to make sure that you have a SPF. I think, you know, SPF, whether you're 25, whether you're 60, whether you have injectables or not, you want to protect the damage that potentially UV rays can cause on your skin. So if you expose your skin on a regular basis, whether it's sunny, cloudy, rainy, summer, winter, doesn't matter, the UV rays penetrate, they hit your skin, and they have the ability to modify the DNA of your skin cells. When that happens, your skin will age much quicker. Accelerated aging, more wrinkles, texture issues, you know, flask skin, you name it, UV rays really do it all. So when you look at someone that gets, you know, you spend thousands, thousands of dollars on injectables and you don't even take care of your skin, you don't even protect it, at least from the UV rays, your skin's going to age so much quicker and then you're going to spend a lot more money on injectables that really won't do much because you're exposing your skin to the sun and then it's it's kind of like a vicious circle. So you have to make sure you wear your SPF. Please, please, please. SPF is the number one anti-aging ingredient when it comes to skincare. Okay, so pick a product that you can easily reapply throughout the day. Um, I really love the color science products that we have. I just feel like powder is so much easier to reapply throughout the day than a cream. Um, you can use a cream or a foundation that has SPF at the beginning of the day, but if you want to reapply, a powder form is just so much easier because you don't. There's no wetness, right? So the links will be below. You can check out the color science product. The Sun Forgettable Brush SPF 50 is amazing. You can have a tint. You can have it colorless. It's it's honestly the most amazing product ever created. So make sure that you find a product, an SPF product that suits your lifestyle. Because I think that's the issue with applying and reapplying SPF. A lot of people, I mean, they don't have the right product that fits their lifestyle to be reapplied. Um, so I think that's really the trick. You find something that works for you, you dump it in your purse, 
and boom, 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 every couple of hours you reapply. Super important. Now, the other thing that you want in your routine is a moisturizer. You want to make sure that you are sealing that moisture within your skin and you want to have in that moisturizer a few antioxidants as well to fight off free radicals. So free radicals, we've talked about this before, but just to do a little recap, free radicals are kind of those cells <laughs> that are they're they're a little naughty. They they are not stable and they are looking to unstabilize the other skin cells to stabilize themselves. Just to put it in a very familiar way of explaining it and free radicals are created because of environmental damage so pollution toxic chemicals uv rays these free radicals are created by that so in your moisturizer you want it to be hydrating of course hydration is the base of any product but having a few antioxidants in there very important i'm going to put a few links uh down below so you can check them out but i really 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 like um the smart cream in swiss line it is hydrating it's not too heavy it's really nice for daytime um and it is packed with antioxidants uh this is a really nice moisturizer for daytime otherwise you do have the hydrozone in gino it has vitamin e which is a classic antioxidant uh, but it just retains that water within your skin and you feel so comfortable throughout the day so just make sure you keep in that moisture within the skin because you don't want to dehydrate the skin otherwise the look of your fillers or botox your skin's just going to look not as good if it's not hydrated think about your hands you know your hands when you like you could do the test so hydrate one hand and don't hydrate the other hand the look of your hydrated hand is going to look much better than the one that is not hydrated this is the look that we don't want to have. <laughs> we want to make sure our skin is moisturized. We want to make sure we seal that moisture in. And we want to make sure we have some antioxidants in there to fight off potential free radicals that could just linger on our skin. Okay. Another thing I want to talk about, if your skin is in a good state, you can absolutely use um, a retinol product. So here's my beef with retinol. A lot of people that get into skincare go right in with a prescription retinoid and it irritates the bejesus out of their skin then they have inflammation it's too strong but they keep using it because they think it's you know retinol retinol it's it's the thing it's not <laughs> retinol is great but i prefer slow release retinols i i don't i don't like prescription retinoids i just I feel like they're way too strong for the skin. You don't need a prescription retinoid. You just use something that is professional, that is slow release. And the only way you're going to find this out is to ask questions. Okay. So the one that I really, really like is the Youth Booster in Swiss Line, a 0.4 concentration retinol. It is a slow release. It does not irritate the skin. Really important to remember, retinol is a product that you use at night only. It makes your skin uv sensitive so make sure you put your sunscreen in the daytime super important um but yes i just feel like if your skin is not in a healthy state if your moisture barrier is not healthy do not use retinol right away you need to build your foundation you got to make sure that your skin is the base is healthy so you're hydrated there's no inflammation and you are already protecting it against the environment those are the three things that are super important before you get into retinol because I just feel like 
a lot of people when they get into it like I said before they just go straight for the strong stuff and it's not going to do you a favor it's actually going to do the opposite it's going to strip your skin completely so please (laughs) go see a skincare provider come see us if you're near us and we will set you up with a routine that will set you up for success and eventually get you on the retinol train Um, but it's important to remember that retinol is an ingredient that you need to use for a very very long time before you actually start to see your skin change i'm gonna say about four months or so it's an ingredient that you have to build up within your system just to give you an idea of how retinol works so you know how exfoliators exfoliate skin cells from the outside in Retinol works the other way around. It regenerates your skin cells from the inside out, okay? So the retinol will go the deepest. It'll regenerate your cells from the inside out. So it's the opposite of an exfoliant, okay? That's why it takes a very long time before you start to see results from using retinol. It, it, It takes time. A lot of people think that, you know, a week will go by and they're like, well, I don't see anything. And it's like, well, any skincare product from the base <laughs> will take about six weeks or so until you see a change in your skin. So you have to be consistent. You have to use it, you know, daily habits and everything. But retinol takes even longer to actually work on the skin. So just keep that in mind and check out the links, guys. The Youth Booster in Swiss line goes with any line that you're using. You can mix it in anything and it just gives you that extra oomph that you're looking for. It's slow release, doesn't irritate the skin. And if you're someone that has a more sensitive skin, you can still use retinol. Just make sure that you're spreading out your days um, and you know, you do one yes, one no, one yes, one no, and that'll be fine. So coming back to the original topic, if you are getting injectables, just make sure that you have a basic routine at home so that you can actually prolong the life of what, you know, of your investment. I don't believe that just because you're getting injectables that you don't need to do anything at home. You still need to wash your face. You still need to remove that buildup. So you need to exfoliate and you need to protect the skin. Okay. If you need help in establishing a basic routine, Send us a DM, send us an email. You can find us at metaesthetique or an email, hello at themetaesthetique.com if you want to have a longer conversation. But having that basic routine so that you can welcome in a better way your injectables will set you up for success. It's so important when you get into sin- to skincare that don't do it halfway because you're going to, you know, you're going to spend money for no reason if you're not like fully invested. Um, and this is where a lot of people get disappointed when people, you know, they come in for their original appointment, go for it and everything, and then they come back home and they only do it for like two weeks and then they stop. Well, you're kind of wasting your money. So just make sure if you're getting to skincare, injectables, treatments, whatever you're, you want to start doing, go all in. And listen to the providers, make sure that you do the things at home because this will set you up for success and you will see your skin transform so well. Okay, guys, if you have any more questions, you know how to reach us. And I hope this clarified a little bit what's the difference between Botox and fillers. A lot of people don't know the difference, but now you guys know. So until next time, we will chat very soon and we will catch you on the next episode. 